Welcome back to Thirsty the Podcast. I'm Laura Koo. And I'm Heather McGee. Should you be crowdsourcing your dating life with a Facebook group? All right, we've got some exciting updates today. This is Laura, um, and we are excited to announce that we've got some merchandise in our little on our website. Um, so if you go to thirstythepodcast.com, we've got some fun hats and mugs and sweatshirts and other other fun little things. Um, so if you like what you've been hearing and you want to wrap thirsty in your daily life, um, <laughs> um, check us out and um, buy a funny hat. Yeah, and I think, is it on our website? Is that where people can go to buy it, I think? Yep, thirstythepodcast.com. All right, get to it, y'all. And then we have a second, I mean, today's a big day, I have to say, because we've got some big announcements here. We are also, this week, today, launching subscriptions. Um, We decided to start offering uh, something called the Thirst Trap. (laughs) It is a series, a special series, just for subscribers, Um, We're going to be offering two bonus episodes a month. You can go online. We're starting off with Apple Podcasts. So if you have an iPhone, you can go to Apple. If it goes well, then we're going to try to expand to Android as well. Um, But go in there, subscribe. It's $1.99 a month. It's cheap, just like us. You get two bonus episodes a month to our subscriber series called The Thirst Trap. And The Thirst Trap is where we're going to get a little deeper, a little more personal, you know, just talk about some subjects that I think are a little grittier. And we feel we hope that that'll be something that's even more helpful and fun for y'all to listen to. You get the thirst trap, you get a 10% shop discount to those fun things that Laura just mentioned. Um, So we're really excited about all of that. And I hope you go in there and take advantage of some of these new things we're offering. Yeah. And I would like to point out also that we are not monetized in any way, shape or form. I think we're really proud of that because we get to talk about what we want to talk about when we want to talk about it, but it would be nice for Thirsty to at least, you know, cover its costs. Yeah. I mean, we've been, Laura and I really believe in this podcast. It's given us a lot in our lives and our whole thing is wanting to create community with other people out there who are living life after divorce or after some sort of major life event. And so this podcast has meant a lot to us. We hope it's meant a lot to you. And this is just a way we've been self-funding it this whole time because we really believe in it, but this is a way to help support us if you are into it and you get some fun stuff too. Yep. And on that note, if you are enjoying us, just a reminder to rate us on Apple Podcasts, share this with someone in your life who you know would be interested in the topics that we're covering. If you know someone who's going through a divorce, is thinking about divorce, um, that some of these tires is just out there in the world dating, no matter what stage of life you're in. A lot of these topics resonate there as well. Um, so please share it, review us, follow us, all that good stuff. All right. So today we are talking about online dating groups that you find on Facebook. And this is something that Laura and I actually hadn't participated in too much Mm -hmm. until recently. And it's kind of had a big impact on both of us, I think, in in a whole bunch of different ways. Like I'm still kind of processing because I didn't, I don't know, like we just had our little group chat between me, Laura, and our friend who's in love and not allowed on this podcast you know, and a couple other friends we have who are divorced. And that was kind of the extent of it. And then we discovered these huge Facebook dating groups. Um, and it's kind of blown my mind, I've got to say. Yeah. And I, you know, now that we've seen into that world, I wonder what it would have been like to have had that when I first started dating. But then, I mean, we're going to talk through the positives and the negatives, but I, um, I, I don't... It's it's a it's a slippery slope that I'm still trying to fully understand because there's just a whole a whole lot out there, um, a whole lot happening in these groups. Um, and I would also like to say that we're not going to name the name, but they're really easy to find if you want to find them. Yeah, we um, and there's also a few different versions of yeah. it. There are different, you know, some of them are big, some of them are small. There are a few that I am not kidding. Tens of thousands of people are in there, and they're. It's it's a little overwhelming. I think when I first got in there, I was, I don't know if you've seen that gif of Homer Simpson, you know, like pulling himself back <laughs> into a bush. That's kind of how I felt uh, when I first joined these groups just to see what it was all about. I just, I didn't expect it. Maybe we should start off with like explaining what these groups are and what they do. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the general gist other than whatever's in the group stays in the group, don't screenshot, don't share all of that good stuff um, to keep um, the, the space anonymous and safe and all of those things, but it's really for kind of twofold. Women can post when they've had a negative interaction with a man. And I should say this is also a very like heterosexual focused group. It's for women who are dating men. I don't know if this exists in for um, for the LGBTQ plus community, if I don't know how that would function, because if women are dating women, then you would all be in the same group. So I don't think it can function for that. So this is women specifically dating men, and they can post a man that they've had a negative interaction with, um, that they want to share and warn other women about, um, you know, you know, sometimes it's safety issues or just verbally abusive or ghosting. Like there's a variety of things that you'll see as far as how someone gets posted, and then um, people can also post, women can post if um, they're talking to someone and they haven't had really anything happen with that person, with that man yet. And they want to know if anybody has any tea, any gossip, any background on this guy before they go down a path of dating them. Yeah. I have to say when I first joined, I just kind of sat there and stared at my screen. And I just want to make it very clear. There are many different groups with the same focus. Some of them only mm-hmm. have a few hundred. Some have tens of thousands in there. And they're tied to usually to cities. And so yeah. obviously like you're looking at the the dating pool in your area. Yeah. And you'll recognize faces that you've seen on apps. And I think for me, I was, I was overwhelmed and like, I'm still processing. Like I've been in, in, I discovered these groups a few months ago, so I've had time, but is that like overwhelming? Mm -hmm. So many posts a day and they run the gamut. Like it can go from like Laura mentioned, you know, this guy stopped talking to me, you know, like something that's really small. And I'm kind of like, okay, did you need to post that? That's not like really a big deal all the way to this guy beat me up and sent me to the hospital or he assaulted me or he stole all my money. Mm-hmm. Things that like, honestly, aren't incredibly uh, traumatic. Like I, I don't know. It just makes all the things that can happen to women very clear and very real. And it's a little bit traumatizing. Yeah. To be honest. And I've seen people that I know posted in there. Yeah, when you see someone that you've seen regularly on the apps or you've matched with before or, um, yeah, I mean, I've had people that I've gone out with before and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Like things that I guess I wish I had known before I went on that date, but also like, oh my, like really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Laura and I have both had, you know, we've talked about Laura and I maybe didn't have the best instincts. And made some questionable choices when we first started dating, you know, like kind of rode the edges of making safe decisions. And we have both had men from back then. We've seen them pop up in this group and things were shared about these men of things that they did that honestly, I like had to take a minute because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, that could have happened to me. Yep. I was there. I went on a date with him. That could have happened to me. And my God, you know, like it was one of those dates where maybe we went on the date and we're like, oh, this guy's off. I I don't want to go out with him anymore, but we got out of there and we're okay. Other women have gone out with these men and we're not okay. Things happen to them. That's been kind of hard to process. Like it's Mm -hmm. been like, wow. And it's been with multiple men. Like I got real close to really bad things happening to me and it's just kind of tough to process. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, trust is always so already so hard. And then you layer this in. And again, because some of these groups are so large, it is likely that somebody has interacted with somebody that you are talking to. And so, and again, it could be good or bad. It's not that there's everybody's bad, but like it was, we were talking, it's kind of one of those games of like, do I want to see a face I recognize or not? Because like you scroll through and it just picture after picture of men being posted and it's like dude normally you'd be like oh I know him and now you're just like no like I don't want to see anybody I know like that's not a good feeling I know it is kind of I mean and it's uh yeah it's a lot it's a lot um and it but it does run the gamut you know like there are the really horrible horrible things that have happened and they're and like the tone of it is hey I just want to share with you all this happened to me mm-hmm. you need to know about it I'm trying to protect you like the the point is not um, the point is to protect other women. Mm-hmm. The point is not trying to shame any, any particular man. It's very much this man assaulted me. All of y'all should know. Don't go out with this guy. Cause he might assault you as well. Um, especially when we know that like 
reporting somebody to the app does not mean that that person isn't going to be back on the apps. And so being able to share this, because again, when we talked about recently in our, our dating safety episode, you're a little limited about what you can do if you do encounter somebody um, who hurts you or harasses you or all of these things. So being able to share it here gives you the ability that if other, you know, if that person was on the apps doing bad stuff at one point, then they're going to be back on there and being able to share that face and that backstory is really helpful. Yeah, it is kind of a shame on you to the apps because mm-hmm. Laura and I have mentioned like, I mean, I've reported men to those apps. They didn't get pulled off. And, you yeah. know, and some of them like tracked me down and tried to reach out to me personally off the app. Like I, they're not, they're not trying to keep us safe. So like, that's kind of the interesting part of it. Like, this is arisen in terms of women trying to protect each other because who else is going to do it? Nobody. Mm-hmm. No. So there are positives and there are negatives. And I thought we could kind of, cause again, I'm so torn that I'm like, Oh, the positives are really great and helpful and I get it. And then I'm like, Oh, but there's like, there's not, there's not great side to it too, that I yeah. feel like we've noticed or felt as we've spent some time in these groups. So I thought we could kind of, you know, just chat through both sides. There's no good answer here, but um, there's a yeah. lot happening. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I think one thing that I have felt, at least for being in there, it's like, well, it kind of helps you listen to your gut a little bit because I noticed that, you know, if someone often is posting someone, it's because something has felt a little bit off. And I feel like we often get in situations where, because I did this and we talked about it in the safety episode. We were like, "Mm, it's okay. You kind of brush off those red flags because you also don't really have another outlet other than like often you're, well, that's a bad thing too. Because I think about it, I'm like, well, we probably should just be more comfortable being direct and asking the questions of the man of like why we're feeling a red flag come up. But I know I'm not good at doing that. Um, And so I tend to just brush it off and ignore what my gut is telling me. And this at least gives you the opportunity to like share in this group and see if, and nine times out of 10, if something's feeling off, somebody else has interacted with that person and they've had a negative experience. Yeah. Although I will say, I mean, I mean, I have no reason to post anybody because I've only been dating one person, but I don't know. I mean, I, I guess like we'll find out if I get back into dating again in the future, but like, I've been thinking about like, would I post someone that I was going to go on a date with? And I kind of feel like if I have weird feelings about them, I think maybe I wouldn't go on the date. Like I wouldn't bother to post them. I think I would just not go. Cause I'm probably like on the bubble about whether I want to go out with them anyway. Well, so I posted someone recently Cause I was feeling kind of, eh. and then, I mean, there wasn't like a resounding, like he's going to murder you response, but somebody did respond and did have a negative interaction and things that kind of weren't lining up for me as far as stuff he had told me, she kind of validated that. Yeah, that stuff was kind of off. And so, um, I, I chose not to go on that date. Cause I was just feeling kind of eh about it. And I think that's just the reminder for me, like in general, I'm just going to trust my gut. Like that was just that reminder, trust your gut. And I don't, I don't feel the need right now to post anybody in there. Um, I'm just, if someone's, if someone's making me feel kind of ick to think I want to post them, then agree. I would just cut it off and go match with somebody else and date someone else and not go on that date. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably more likely that a woman who would post someone that they're going to go on a date with, I feel like they would post more men if they were like new to dating. And mm-hmm. not feeling confident in themselves, not feeling confident in their date picker, <laughs> their inner yeah. date picker, you know, whereas now, like, I feel like it'd be kind of rare for you and I to like ask for input on someone we were going on a date with. Also, like if it's, if it's someone I really like, I don't think I want to know if he's planning a date with somebody else that would kind of ruin it for me. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of the negative side that we'll get to, but absolutely you do see that where it's like, oh yeah, I match with them too. And I'm talking to him and we're going to go out or we went out last week. And it's like, we all know that's happening. I don't know that we need to talk about it. Like, Yeah. I don't want to know. I mean, early on. Yeah, of course. We're all going on multiple dates, but like it, it, it makes me not want to go out with them anymore if I know too much. Mm-hmm. And that's knowing too much for me. Like, oh, he's so great. Much. I'm going out with him tomorrow. Actually. It's like, oh. <laughs> 
Oh, that's why he was busy. Okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, I have plans. Like, oh, I know you've got plans. You're taking out Chrissy. She told me. (laughs) (laughs) And we have to pretend like we don't know. Yeah. Awkward. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't want to be in that situation. Okay. So you also, another positive thing. I mean, I kind of do love this part. The women have got each other's backs in there. Mm -hmm. Like they are very like, oh girl, don't do not. (laughs) You know, like they will offer input and support each other. And there are a few women that are in there and, you know, in these groups that will offer advice. And it's like, oh, you're wise. Like they always pop in with these wise little pieces of Mm -hmm. advice. Um, But all in all, it's very, like, you feel like you're helping women and it, and again, some of these groups are huge. They Mm -hmm. are huge. Um, and so like, you do feel like you are getting the word out on, I don't know, somebody who was a little too handsy, someone who harassed you, who stalked you, who did all, you know, these bad things. You feel like you're doing something that will actually matter, you know, unlike reporting to Tinder, who's going to do exactly nothing. Yeah. And because you put in a name in the post and a picture, so it's searchable. So it is there, um, for anybody coming along, if they feel the need to search their dates or what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of like this catalog that if, if needed, it's there. So yeah, it is kind of that. Yeah. Helping each other where again, where else would you be sharing that? Or it, like, there is no other avenue for that. So yeah. And part of that too, again, another positive is kind of a sense of community. Cause again, everybody's out there dating everybody's encountering the same things. So you see a lot of other posts about, you know, um, dating, like just navigating relationships or dating or struggles or some, I think people kind of get together and like go, go out and hang out and stuff like that. And if you don't have a lot of friends who are out there dating, you don't, you don't have that, that same sense of community potentially in your friend group. So it's nice to find it in other places. And this seems to crop up here for obvious reasons. Yeah. I mean, some, you know, not all the posts are great, but most of the time I feel like, yeah, you do get that community feeling and it is very supportive and women encouraging each other to make healthy choices and to stand up for themselves and having each other's back. Like more and more, I feel like, well, I don't know if this is how you grew up, Laura, but the way I grew up, there was kind of this like idea of like girls are catty and mean girls Mm -hmm. and being mean to each other. And like, part of me really thinks that's like a fairy tale or a myth we were sold about like, you know, being negative about girls and women and like how how they're terrible. Cause like, to be honest, my experience has been exactly the opposite. Women have each other's backs, That that has been my experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, it makes me annoyed that that's like what you see in movies, you hear, you know, the way people talk about groups of women, like, oh, girls are so mean, or like, even girls are like, I'm not friends with girls. I'm only friends with boys. There's too much drama with women. It's like, is that true? I think you're just making that up. Yeah, I don't think that's true. So it's really, I mean, that is really nice to see, like women really do support each other in these groups. And it's kind of funny when like someone pops up like, oh yeah, I'm going out with that guy on Tuesday. And someone else like, oh, I'm going out with him on Thursday. Like they're not mean to each other about it. Like everyone has a laugh, you know, Mm -hmm. even though it's really probably not ideal. Um, They're not like trying to be mean to each other over it at all whatsoever. Yeah. I do love it when that happens because it's real funny. (laughs) Where is he taking you? Are we going to the same restaurant? Well, you like one thing that you never know. It's like, what do the other women look like that he's talking to? And then you get like this window into like, oh, I think I saw one recently where it was like, oh, well, he definitely has a type because the women like looked identical. Yeah. I mean, if I were to post all the men that I've gone out with, they all, Laura, this is Laura's big joke to me. Everyone I go out with looks the same. They are all men with beards, mainly tall, dark, and handsome, bearded almost entirely there's like one or two blondes in there but for the most part everybody else looks the same (laughs) okay so the other thing that does happen too is and this is really like nice people will share good men like Mm -hmm. men they've gone out with that you know there wasn't a connection or it just wasn't going to work out but they're like hey this guy is really great he and I didn't vibe but somebody else if you see him on a nap you should definitely feel totally safe to go out with him he's safe He's so nice and interesting. It just didn't work out for us, which that's kind of nice. Like they're trying to mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, help the home team here. And, and you know, and that is kind of nice to say, to see too. It's not, even though like there are those posts that are like, oh, overwhelmingly 
heavy. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not getting hundreds of comments about some of these men that get posted and like, you just cannot believe the damage some of these men have wrecked across (laughs) our local city. And I feel like I've had so many first dates with men that I'm not really that into, but they're nice and polite. And they like, I could post a whole bunch of them if I wanted to, um, where, you know, there just wasn't a good connection there. And I do think, yes, the, the toxic ones get a lot of the limelight and these nice guys kind of get a little, they don't get their opportunity to shine in a good way. So it is nice that there is that chance to, or when you see someone posting like, Oh, I'm going to go out with this guy. And does anyone know anything? And it's always exciting when you just see he's a nice guy or I work with him or he's friends with my brother and he's so nice or whatever. And you see these like positive posts Mm -hmm. come out of it. Like, and it's like, Oh good. That's nice. Well, it makes me want to like high five. Everyone's like, good one. (laughs) yeah the only time you get torn is if you have multiple people say oh he's so nice and he's fine and then one person comes in with a negative story i'm like what do you it's like amazon reviews like they're all good except for one it's like which what do i trust (laughs) i know yeah that does happen sometimes i'm like well you're just gonna have to go out with them and figure it out yeah find out and add to the reviews i guess another thing that's good and important and i am glad that this feature exists on facebook is you can post anonymously Mm -hmm. which often if someone has posted a really violent man um, they'll post anonymously because they don't want to take any chances about, you know, th- yeah. some of these groups are huge. Like some yeah. of the groups are small, some are enormous. If you're posting in one of the enormous groups, he probably has buddies in that group, um, mm-hmm. you know, and like, this is highly uncool and actually unsafe, but like, you just can't be, you can't trust that, Hey, someone posted about you today and shared this story. They're going to know who this is. Yeah. And that's why too, like being careful about what details you share and, you know, like, do you give specifics on timing? Cause that could be tied back to you. I think it really depends on the situation. And, um, you know, if you are truly concerned about this, getting back to the person or not, I think you see the gamut of how careful people are versus how super detailed. And I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, So while it is very nice, yes, to be able to post anonymously, and I think that's super helpful, like the ones I've posted, I've all posted anonymously because not that there's anything bad with it being tied back to me, but I really just don't need it being tied back to me. Like it's just not comfortable. Um, But starting in on the negative side of things, it is also really easy to say whatever you want to say when you know you can say it anonymously. And I feel like that's kind of a, a negative spin to it. It's like, it is very safe to like, not have your name tied to anything. You can say whatever you want to say. Um, and sometimes the, you know, posts can get a little, little catty and it's really easy to like get derailed a little bit when your name isn't out there. Yeah. Yeah. There've been a few, like someone was posting there that I know I happen to have dated him for, he does not have an episode. I didn't do any episodes about him because honestly, there's not really much to yeah. say. He was in my life for about a month. We had a great time. I thought he was a great guy. We just didn't vibe. And we actually are still friends. Like we still check in with each other. We both love racing. We're both really active. And, you know, we'll text each other now and then be like, hey, I saw you did this race. How'd it go? Totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody posted him and they said some things that maybe were not so, they were a little catty. And I was like, mm. And I remember I did comment. And I was like, I went out with him. It didn't work out, but I think he's a great guy and anybody should be happy to go out with him because, mm-hmm. you know, it, I I did not have a bad experience with him. And then three other women also commented saying what I said. They're like, oh, he's a great guy. It just didn't work out. But then a number of people posted saying things and I realized not, and they were being kind of catty. And I realized some of those women had never met him didn't know him, had never dated him. They were just being catty. Like they didn't like his mm-hmm. outfit. And I, I did not like that. I, I really did not like that. Um, I didn't like well, seeing that. I was like, that is not cool to be doing that. Well, that kind of leads into my next negative point is look, things can get a little gossipy, a little catty. There can be a lot of comments about how someone looks and making assumptions on someone based on their look their tattoos, their profession, like all kinds of blanket assumptions from, again, women who don't even know these men. 
and just assume he has a neck tattoo or he's a cop or like just different stereotypes that make them like undateable. And it's like, these are actual like real humans that when they're being posted, just asking for information, they have not done anything. And so it's like, ugh, I don't like it when yeah. it gets off track from the intended purpose. Yeah, I don't like that either. Laura and I have actually, we've talked about these groups at length because it, 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 I, it I, I am not understating it when it said, when I say it's kind of blown our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my overall takeaway has been, I think it's great that this group, these, these groups exist, these types of groups exist because it really does help keep women safe in a very real way. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not overstating that. But then it also has a really heavy impact like on me, like it's kind of made me like, I was already a little bit jaded about dating, but now I'm like, oh, I don't, I think I might become a cat lady in this <laughs> because you just see post after post of this guy attacked me. This guy left me in the street. This guy assaulted me. This guy stalked me. This, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, like important things to say, um, but I just like, I've never had this like influx of so many men doing these truly awful things. It really makes me kind of never want to date again. I'm not even kidding. There's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. And again, if I went back in time to when I first started dating, I think I would have stopped. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> one of our friends that we're, one of our friends that we're trying to like get out there and then we think she should start dating. We were like, but if you join one of these groups, I'm like, you will never, it's not, it's not going to happen for you. <laughs> because you will It'll never. Ruin it. Yeah. It's like, and it's so hard because again, it's very focused on app culture as well. And um, you matched with someone on an app and you're posting them and that's, that's the bulk of it. Not all of it, but that's a lot of it because that's a lot of how people meet. But it's like, well, what are your alternatives? You just meet somebody in in the wild in real life. Like you also don't know anything about them and you probably don't have pictures of them. So then you got nothing. So it's like, yeah, it's just, it's hard to know when and how to trust because a lot of men are just not okay. And I don't, I don't know what you do about that. And I feel like we always did a good job, you and I, Heather, about like our due diligence with you know, I always want to know who I'm meeting before I meet them, like a general sense that this feels like an okay and safe person. But there's only so much like, right, there's only so much you're going to find out about somebody beforehand. And then these groups, it's like so much information that you would never know. And it's like, I don't know. It's hard not to get like, like, I really have to like check myself because it would be so easy after seeing all these posts about all these men doing awful things to like really give up hope in men as a species mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's I'm like I'm serious it's like so much it's so much liars cheaters like all the and I'm just like wow you know like and I I have to hope it's giving us a skewed idea of how bad it is I mean I hope I don't know like, like I think about the relationships I've had over the past few years with genuinely good men like I know I have encountered yeah. in my life genuinely good men it's just really hard to find those <laughs> like you have to weed through so much um and it also makes me wonder like not to put any blame on women but I will hear people say like, oh, I'm just like bad at picking. And I wonder sometimes too, if there is a piece of, again, we talk about brushing off red flags and just, you know, you feel kind of a nick, but you're like, I don't know. And we go like, I, again, I've done that and we've talked about yeah. it. And so it's like, it's like, are there ways that we can kind of self filter out some of the not great ones? You're not going to get them all. And obviously we know that because we've gone out on dates with these men who seemed maybe not great, but harmless. And then we find out and like, Oh no, they are not harmless people. And so there's only so much you can know, but I wonder if there is a, you know, I don't know. It's so hard. It's, it's just so hard. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a moment, I actually texted you right away. The very first person I went on a date with, there's not an episode about him either. And I actually just went on a couple dates. I don't even know if I'd call them real dates. You know, nothing big ever happened, but I was just like, oh, this doesn't feel right. And I walked myself right out of it. I had this feeling that he was probably in the group, in one of the groups that I had joined. Oh yeah. And there were over 200 comments. (sighs) 
and they were horrifying and like it, it really like I sent you a note I was like that could have happened to me mm-hmm. and it like really is kind of scary you know and it is kind of funny like all the ones that I had like a funny feeling about oh they're in those groups like I know who the the iffy ones were and if I if I look for them in any of any of the groups you know even the mm-hmm. small ones they are in there they're in yeah. there you know, whether it's a group with like a couple hundred women or one with tens of thousands, they're in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it does help, you know, it's not you. Yeah. Cause I think it's real easy when things don't go right. You blame yourself. Like women mm-hmm. do that. Like, Oh, I wasn't enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't funny enough. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't loving enough. I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't enough. No, no. the guy there had patterns. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a pattern like, and it's very clear when you see dozens of women posting the same experience you had and you're like, Oh, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's really weird. Like I've never felt that before. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, I guess, cause I've only started dating in the last two years. It wasn't like this when I dated in my twenties and I used apps in my twenties, but it was not like this at all. This is different. It's all different. We've talked about this. Like I think I just saw something about, I think I can't remember. I just read an article about this. Tinder just had a birthday, but now I can't remember how old Tinder is. Is it like eight years or something? Um, But just talking about like kind of that shift in dating culture with kind of this swiping and this endless supply. We've talked about people kind of becoming more disposable Mm -hmm. because everybody's on these apps. We know everybody's all on the same apps. We're all on the same ones. We are the same people signing up for the same apps, hoping for different results. So it's the same pool of people that you're swiping through. And it is just this, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Another another thing you had mentioned um, or that we've talked about is is this adding like a thing where you feel like you need to another step of vetting? You know, like we all Google whoever we're going to go out. We all like check to make sure that they're not, you know, an ax murder, a convicted, convicted. Maybe they ax murdered someone and, you know, never got caught. No one knows yet. (laughs) Convicted ax murderer. Like, you know, that's something that's like, hello, we all, we all do that. Um, But like, is this like another extra step that you should do that? Um, and I, I just, I don't think I want to, I would want to do that. Like, I think it would make me crazy. Well, there, again, there just seems to be a lot of just like too much second guessing yourself when nothing has happened. And so again, I've seen a lot of posts where it's like, we've been on a few dates and he seems really great, but I'm so worried. We've been dating for a few months and he seems so great and things have been going great, but I'm so worried. We're about to move in together, but, oh, I just wanted to check here in case anybody has been talking to my man. And it's like, like, there is again that baseline of like you have to have some semblance of trust and if somebody hasn't given you a reason to not trust them and as long as you're asking the right questions and the you know again there's transparency and there's respect and all of that I don't know that I need to run to a Facebook group to just double check and make sure that he's not cheating on me with someone else like it just doesn't feel right yeah. Cause I mean, I was with a cheater, my very first or one of my first boyfriends, I was with him for three years in my twenties. He was a major cheater, but I kind of knew like in my soul, I knew something was wrong. And then there were other people I've been like the person I'm dating now, or like other people I've been with, I would like bet my house. They're not cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I there, it's just, it's not happening. I know it's not happening. So it's like, when you know the I, yeah, I just, I don't know about that. Like there was one person, I did see a post in one of the groups a few days ago. Someone was like, oh, we've been dating for a year. We're going to move in together. I just want to do my due diligence. And I was like, do you, do you need to do that? This is yeah. weird. Why do you need to do that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't want to be judgy about something, I, but I just, I, I will be honest. I don't understand why you would do that. Yeah. It's like, are you sensing something that's different than, oh, we're really happy, but just want to double check. It's like, "Mm -mm, no. And again, same, like I, the men I have dated, um, like seriously dated. No, like they, they, no, I've never had any concerns. Even the most recent person I was dating who was out of state, I could tell you at any point in time, he was sitting on his sofa watching TikToks. I'm like, I know where he is. (laughs) Things are fine. Like, I am not concerned here in the best possible way. Like, because all of the all of the things made sense and I was I never had any reason to question and I ask all the questions and I'm very uh, aware and 
I just, again, I know that people can be sneaky and we hear those stories too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if every man in the universe needs to get posted in there. Oh, and again, kind of one of my other, my other negatives I have on my list is if a guy hasn't done anything wrong and he's not giving you bad vibes, is it fair to throw his picture up in this, these big Facebook groups to like put him out there for somebody to dish on, especially when some of what we see, it's like, oh, well he ghosted or he was boring or whatever, like stuff that's not really like concerning safety issues. It's like, well, yeah. that's just your review of a date that wasn't that great. And we've all had those, but he didn't do anything to, I don't know, like it feels kind of yucky to throw people's faces out there when they haven't done anything. Like the one that I did post before supposed to go on a date with him and I didn't um, through that post. Like he was giving me some like weird vibes and I didn't really like the way he was talking. He just like kind of threw me off. And then I found out he'd been lying about his age and like there were other things that I was like, well, this is clearly what my gut was telling me. But if you're not getting any of those icks at all, and somebody's being straight and interest straight with you and interested and engaged and they want to take you out or whatever. Why are we putting his his face in one of these groups yeah. for forever? Although I will say, I think at times some of the women in the groups are good at like I've seen multiple times, like someone will just be upset because someone stopped talking to them. They're like, they said they wanted a relationship, but then he ghosted me after two dates. And it's like, mm, that's okay. Yeah. You, they're, you're not entitled, you know, like men aren't feel entitled to our bodies. Sometimes women feel entitled to men's feelings and emotions. And it's like, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't feeling it and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Just because somebody has wrong. poor manners doesn't mean that they need to get blessed. Yes. I do like it when people are like <laughs> doing some like correction in the group of like, but it is what it is. That's dating. This is part of dating and this is what happens in dating. Yeah. Like you need to get a thicker skin. Most men are not going to be like, and I've seen, you know, the wiser, the wise women that exist in all these groups. One of them always pop in and say, you know, most people aren't, aren't it. Most people aren't it. This is just what dating is and you need to be okay with it. He didn't do anything wrong. He just doesn't, he's not into you and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's really okay. You know, and they're just, their feelings are hurt. So, but that, that's not what, that's not a good reason. Like, you know, the good reasons are he, he did something that was unsafe. He hurt me. He cheated on me. He lied to me, you know, like those are real, but just like, he doesn't want to go on a third date with you. That that's okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's like, again, if, if the inverse of this exists for men posting women, I think we've all like ghosted. So I don't need any bad reviews out there about me because I have ghosted someone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, do I don't even it's know what okay. that group would be like, like what they would say. I feel oh, like I know that what would they would say. It would be disgusting. Yeah. Um, it'd be but... gross. They'd be gross. Like yeah. they would make terrible comments about women in bed. They make terrible comments about this, that, and the other. And just be like, wow, this is why all of y'all are single. <laughs> that, that yeah. would be the takeaway there. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that is kind of a negative side and like, I, I, I mean, I don't know why anyone would think it would like, you're kind of naive. Like, I don't know. Cause you and I are older. We're like, duh, there are actually women who think things will stay in the group. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just dumb. I'm sorry. Like a lot of times, like someone will post about a man and then they're like, oh, he texted me. Cause one of y'all told him I posted about him. It's like, well, that, I'm sorry. That's going to happen. It's going to happen, you know? So that's why you do have to be kind of careful and just like, no, if it's on the internet, like, I'm sorry, these days, very few things stay secret. These men's behavior is not secret and you telling people about their behavior Mm -hmm. is not going to be secret. And I mean, it's just reality and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Like, you know, they're called pick me's a lot of times, like women who like, they want to be the savior and tell the guy like. Hey, FYI, you know, they're the good one that told them, you know, it's just such a a screwed up way of thinking, first of all. And then other times, maybe it's a friend of theirs and they don't believe Mm -hmm. that their friend could act like that. I mean, we've seen that too. Like, like I've I've had a few male friends in my life that I don't know them from a dating perspective, but there was a little part of me that wondered if maybe they weren't great on dates. I didn't know for sure, but I think some of these women are going through that, realizing some man that's a friend of theirs is maybe not that great to women. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think that's why they like, there is in these groups advice to be vague with your details and not make it identifying back to you if you don't want to run that risk because, you know, don't give dates and times and details and all this stuff. You can say the negative things that someone has done without, you know, pinpointing the location and time that it happened. Um, Because yeah, anything, people screenshot stuff all the time and share it and it gets around. And that is just part of the reality of how, because it's just so easy now, you know, like this is not Facebook on our computers where we had to like, you know, take the time to do it. It's on your phone in your hand and it's really easy to screenshot and text. So Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's right. It's not right. No, but it's reality, especially in the larger groups where there are just so many members. It's like, well, you don't, you don't know everybody. And again, a lot of these groups try and vet to make, they do a good job of making sure that it's not men pretending to be women, trying to get into these groups and trying to be as safe as possible. But you don't know these women. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everybody is on, you know, working together for this, like, protecting females camaraderie situation. There are always some that are going to, again, because I think it hits differently when it's someone that you know in a different way. Yeah. And you just can't believe they would do that. Mm -hmm. Like, there was one post I saw recently where someone had shared, hey, I, I talked to this guy a couple times he made a mistake on one of the photos he posted and I can see he's married. Turned out somebody in the group knew that person and said, oh, this has to be a catfish. There's no way this is true. And I, I watched the comments in that post as a couple people chimed in saying, oh yeah, that I met him. That is him. You know? And so you saw in real time, this friend of this man realized he was not the person she thought yep. he was morally. And that's not great. That's not a great feeling. And I think that is like kind of wasn't on my list, but it is now of as far as a negative of these groups, you have to be prepared for not only people you've gone out on dates with, but people in, in your life in a different way that may, again, may not be so, so great to date. And you didn't yeah. know that because why would you know that? Yeah. Or you've only heard their side of it too. I mean, that's an interesting piece as well. You know, relationships are, you know, there are two sides to the story. And if you're just friends with one person and you hear their, you know, what happens in their relationships and you don't hear the other side of it, then this is where the other side comes out, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like I've definitely been like bold over the last few months and I actually had a really big thing happen to me Mm -hmm. in one of these groups. And I'm still like processing it. So y'all might remember in season one, uh, we recorded an episode about a man named Rowdy Ryan. And the gist there was I dated him from January to April. It was during COVID 2021. We dated. He was noncommittal. He started off being like, I don't want to be in an open relationship. And then he switched. And then he went on vacation and slept with a rando. Mm-hmm. at the resort we called it the coconut tree incident and it was a lot of me being confused and like what are you doing what do you want you're saying all kinds of different things your actions aren't matching your words but we had like chemistry you know I love to say it you know chemistry. not sure how you are as a person but the chemistry is so mm, good I mean I make so... fun of myself now yep. like what a dope I was but anyway um you know and then we broke up and he and I had reconnected that summer Things got real fuzzy again. We were just friends, but it was more than that. Mm-hmm. And I called it off because I was like, this is confusing and weird. And I recorded that episode. Okay. So all of that is covered in the Rowdy Ryan episode that we recorded in season one. You can go back and listen to it. It's there. I sent him. I felt weird that, you know, all of the other men I've recorded episodes with about, I have good relationships with most of them. So I've sent it to them and been like, hey, this is kind of funny. You can relive our relationship and we can laugh about it. They all think it's hilarious. But he was the only one that didn't know. And Mm -hmm. so I just had this like, I don't know. I had this feeling that I should like send it to him. We ended on good terms. It was like, it was, it had felt weird, but it had been a few months since I had talked to him. I was like, maybe things will calm down. And, and you didn't say anything bad about him no, in that episode either. So it was like, no. I was so nice about it. There was nothing I said. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would be, very, I'm just going to say it right now. If I were to record it today, <laughs> it would be like hellfire about this man. Cause I, there was a lot, there was a lot I didn't know that I found out. 
And so I sent it to him and we reconnected, like we sent emails back and forth that were novels. And it went, it turns out when you don't date Rowdy Ryan, he had always told me, oh, I'm a bad texter. I'm so busy. Well, it turns out that's yeah. not the case if you're not dating him. If you're not dating him, you're going to hear from him all day, every day via email, phone call, and text. Yeah. And so we slipped right back into that. Um, and this is like a year ago. Okay. So I sent him the episode. He felt he was flattered by it. We reconnected over it. We had a lot of really deep, meaningful conversations. We went out for drinks. It was like the sweetest sweetheart man that I knew was in there or so I thought. Um, we went through this whole thing over the next few months where we reconnected, but I brought up several times, Hey, we're acting like we're together, but we're not. So we need to pick a lane. We either need to be friends or we need to be together. And he was like, I'm not ready to settle down. I don't think I'm ever going to be ready to settle down. I was like, okay, let's pick the friend lane. So we did. Um, and at that point, this whole time he'd been very, he'd given me the distinct impression that he was 100% single. All right. Yeah. 100%. And the last month, this was January of this year, he started to slip up and he started to mention one woman who he was getting into a relationship with. And I was like, oh, that's so good for you. I'm so happy for you. But then he was mentioning other women he was talking to and then a mystery woman that he was sleeping with. And I was like, who are you? Ugh. Who are you talking about? Who You've never mentioned this person. What are you talking about? And just things started to click with me. And then I realized he was not wearing protection mm -hmm. with any of these women. And I had the strong suspicion none of them knew about it. He started to say things like, Divorce gave me an all access pass, you know, and like doing things with women and then like asking for forgiveness later, just seeing if they said anything about it. And I just started to realize the person that I thought I was so close to was maybe not a good person. And I didn't mm -hmm. like the way he treated women. And like, no matter what, like I will just, and you're the same way, Laura, I am team, team woman, team woman all, you know, all day. <laughs> You know, and so I started to feel not good about this. And I started to feel complicit. Like I was giving him the idea like, oh, ha, ha, that's so funny, which is not how I felt. And then he and I started to fight because I would say things and be like, I don't know if you should be doing that. That's not really cool. Why are you doing mm -hmm. that? You know, and he'd get defensive and be like, I'm unapologetically me. Like, oh, Ugh. well, maybe you should apologize. Yeah. Who you unapologetically are. Is good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe apologize and change, go to church or something, find Jesus. But I just started to realize he's not, he was not, the person he was showing me whenever we were like more than friends, when we were like 100% in the friends lane, I started to get, I think more of the real picture of who he was. And I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. We got into a huge fight, huge. And that was the last we spoke. So that was January. So cut to a couple months ago. I joined several of these groups, and in one of them, lo and behold, Rowdy Ryan had been posted about. My gut said that he would be in there, and he was. There were a number of different comments. Turns out Ryan was not great to more than a few women, so there were a few different comments. However, one was from a woman who had had what appeared to have been a significant interaction with him, like a whole relationship. The things she said felt so familiar. She said all these things that felt like my experience with Rowdy Ryan and the, the hair went up on the back of my neck. It felt, it was such a weird experience, you know, but I went ahead and I commented and I just said, you know, hey, I, I'm happy to talk to you about my experience if you want to DM me. No worries if not. So she messages me at five in the morning and turns out she's cool as shit. And we immediately are like, immediately are like really good friends. We vibe, we get along really well. <laughs> she's super cool. She's so fun. And then she and I kept, we moved on. We're like, oh, you know, we're friends. We're going out for sushi and hanging out and talking. And she was like, Heather, I'm just waiting for more women to pop up. I just know he was cheating on me. And I remember saying, this haunts me. I said, well, Rowdy Ryan had a lot of issues, but he was never a liar. <laughs> Laura's laughing hysterically, <laughs> falling out of her chair now. Well, more women showed up. Mm -hmm. Women would post saying that like, oh yeah, I got a bad vibe from him. I went on a date with him. I was really uncomfortable with the way he talked to me. Like a lot of women. And then a couple of women with substantial stories popped up. I remember this friend of mine or now friend of mine 
she wrote me in mess and she was like, oh, somebody else popped up. I think she dated Rowdy Ryan right before you. Yep. So she joined the group chat. <laughs> so now there's three of us. She, <laughs> he dated her right before me, lied to her, said, I just want to be with you. And, and, and during that time he was dating me. So he's straight up lying to her. And I was like, oh, wow. Rowdy Ryan is even less of a good person than I thought he was. This mm-hmm. is so uncool. So, you know, the three of us are friends. But still, there's not any major overlap. We're like, okay. Then, like a week later, another woman pops up because she saw the post and she also recognized him. And she joined our group chat. This woman dated him for 18 months and he cheated on her the entire time. And she and I overlapped by like nine months. And I just, I was like, I had no idea you existed. And she was like, well, turns out I knew you existed, but I thought you were like three or four different people because he would tell me stories about this girl with the podcast, this girl who helped him with the gratitude journal for his daughters, this girl who did this, you know, this girl that he went out and she said, I thought you were all different people. I didn't know it was you. And then after I got to know her, he had, it turns out he told me stories about her, but I thought they were all different people. And she and I had a very similar experience in that we thought he, like, I would have said he's one of my best friends. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought we were that close. And she was like, same. She was like, I thought he was like it for me. But he wasn't. He was lying Mm -hmm. like you couldn't believe the whole time. And I would have never known how bad it was unless I recognized him in that group. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, honestly, like, it shook me. I was like, wow, I was so like, it, I think we all have this issue where like we meet someone and we think they're so great. And then once in a while you find out they are like terrible and you had no idea. And all four of us women, women in this group chat had to kind of deal with that because we knew he was kind of off. We didn't know it was this bad. Well, I would like to say that all of us on the sidelines knew he was trash. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, <laughs> you know. I think when you're in the middle of it, like, yeah, oh, it's no. different like, when how- you have that connection and like all of those things, like yeah, but friends are just like, no, Mm-mm. no, he's garbage, garbage. Um, yeah. But anyway, the four of us have gotten to be really good friends. We're actually going out to dinner tomorrow. They are cool <laughs> as hell. Like, I think we're all going to be like, we've become really good friends, like on our own merit. Like he's not even part of the conversation anymore. We're just like, yeah, that clown. Mm-hmm. But like, I just, whew, it was a lot. But anyway, what we are, are going to do is the first episode of the, of the Thirst Trap, which is up today, along with this episode, if you want to hear from these women, we actually got everybody together. And so we're all going to talk about <laughs> it. Um, we call ourselves the Better Off Babes crew, um, because Rowdy Ryan likes to call people babe, probably yeah. makes it easier. So you don't have to keep track of people's names, but, um, <laughs> you had a lot to keep track of. So I gotta <laughs> simplify. Yeah. I mean, he did, ha- he did keep notes on his dates. There's probably to keep them all straight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh, gross. gross. Anyway, but it's going to be positive. It's going to be funny. I know I'm like being kind of trashy right now, but it's going to be positive. It's going to be good. It's going to be funny. Um, and it kind of really speaks to the sisterhood of women because like, we've all been there for each, cause some of these women had no idea this was going on. They had no idea, mm-hmm. which I felt a lot of compassion for them. Um, but it kind of like, there are some really good positive lessons here about how women do have each other's back. Um, cause not at, at no point was there any cattiness at all whatsoever. It was yeah. more, oh my God, what do you need to talk about? I am so sorry this happened to you. You know, it was nothing but supportive the entire time. Um, And it kind Mm -hmm. of, I mean, that's my takeaway is actually really positive. Like women I've never met before came together over this really funny piece of trash situation, you know, and like, we're becoming really good friends. We, we talk to each other all day, every day. And it's kind of really wonderful. Yeah. And I think it also speaks to, Again, if somebody cheats, like if a man cheats, like don't get mad at the woman, get mad at the man. Like, yeah, especially in this situation. Like, I mean, I think you knew that he might've been a little bit more open, but not having these long-term relationships, but you knew he wasn't monogamous essentially. Whereas it sounds like, you know, so that probably helps you 
kind of frame your brain around this a little bit. It was still very shocking, but in a different feeling. But if you had thought that he was just dating you the entire time, and then you find out there's this whole like lineup of women, that's so hard, but like, it's, it's his, it's his problem. It's his issue. It's, it's all about him and nothing to do with you or any of the other women. So like, absolutely. And also when else do you get to like compare notes? And it's like, such a... I know. Well, like, I think there was always so a little weird. part of me that was like, I don't get it. Like, how can you talk to someone all day, every day about really deep, meaningful things? And like 100%, I would have counted him like my top three friends overall, very close. How can you do that? And like, I don't know. It, you know, I think there's just some part of me that's like, I don't understand what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. Because he did that to all of us. Yep. He did that to all of us. So it's just kind of like, it, it's really, uh, yeah, shocking. It was shocking to me. But I think in this situation, you can have the opportunity to get like, oh, men are trash. Or what I'm choosing to do is be like, wow, I am so thankful that I met these other really fantastic women who are so accomplished and so funny and smart and thoughtful and insightful, and they've got each other's backs. How awesome is that? You know, Mm -hmm. so I'm choosing to take the positive side of it. And it just, we met over a really unfortunate man, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but, you know, something that we've said to each other, like the day that he left your life is like now you have room to go find something that's real and real love that actually matters and means something. And it's not BS. Yeah. And I would say, and I obviously will get into this more, I think in the thirst trap, but I would assume everybody had some little alarm bells going off Mm -hmm. that were kind of brushed aside. So it is that good reminder. Like we were talking about, like, your gut check is usually pretty correct. It just depends on whether you want to listen to it. And sometimes we don't for a variety of reasons, yeah. like because you really believe in something or someone or you want it to work or you're working through something else. Or, I mean, there's so many reasons why we ignore it, but usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Like yeah. we don't usually imagine these things. And I think because this man was playing such a juggling act, like, that doesn't go unnoticed when somebody isn't giving you their full attention. Yeah. Or like, I never met Rowdy Ryan. Mm -mm. No, like you weren't, it's not like he was someone that was a part of your life in a bigger way, even though you had a really close connection with him, he wasn't integrating in anything else or meeting your friends or doing this other stuff. So like, you know, those are little things again, that like in hindsight, like, Oh, well, yeah, there, there were reasons why that wasn't happening. Yeah. Yeah. And just like settling, you know, like I think for me, like I think I'm really bad or I used to be really bad about being susceptible to a man telling me who I am. You know, you're too much. You're Mm -hmm. asking for too much. You're too Mm -hmm. high maintenance. You're this or that. And then I look back and I'm like me asking for monogamy and a commitment after four months is not high maintenance. You know, and now I have that confidence. I'm like, "Mm, you're bullshit. You know, don't, don't tell me that there's something wrong with what I'm asking for or what I feel, you know, and he, he was someone who did that. Like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's it's real easy for you to doubt yourself. Be like, oh, I'm pushing too hard. I'm pushing Mm -hmm. for exclusivity too soon. It's been a year. (laughs) you know, it's like stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. Like now I have that confidence being like, well, this, this is what I need and who I am. And if you're not on the same page, like this is over. I, I, you know, like, you're not going to convince me to stick around because I'm wrong for needing or wanting this. Like we're just Mm -hmm. on different pages. Bye. You know, and back then I think I wasn't strong enough to have that self-confidence to know that I was like, oh, maybe I am asking for too much. Yeah. Which is incorrect. Yep. So anyway, so we brought all these women together. It is hilarious. Brought us together to discuss this situation and what we've learned, you know, and also about like dating and life after divorce. It's not all about Rowdy Ryan, even though we do talk about that. Um, It is on the thirst trap. So subscribe. It's up now. You can listen to it. I think it's great. I'm really excited that we're starting this thirst trap thing because it gives us the opportunity to kind of dig in deep, you know, into things Mm -hmm. that are a little bit more personal. Um, I'm excited about it. I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I think so too. All right. 
This is a lot today. Yeah. Um, Go out there, date well, make good choices for yourself. (laughs) Listen to your gut. (laughs) Yeah, please do. Uh, And look out for the other uh, non-cis males in your life for sure. You know, we got to stick together to keep each other safe um, and help each other listen to our guts and to give each other a little pep talk now and then when we're down. I think that's all we got this week. Which was a lot. a lot. Well, it's not all we lot. got. Go yeah. to the thirst yeah. trap and there's, there's more, more over there. <laughs> That's all we got over here. <laughs> but anyway, so go over there. Make sure you rate, review. Please share the show with your community or someone you think would appreciate it. We, we're all about creating a community of supportive people. Um, and to do that, that's reaching out to others. So please do that. It really helps us grow things. Review us. We read every single review that gets posted, um, you know, both what we can do better and what we should keep doing. So please do that. Uh, Subscribe. Go check out the shop. Buy yourself a funny mug. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Still thirsty? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.